0: hello uh, hello mayor uh it's it's Ben. we talked on the phone hello ben hi thanks thanks for uh thanks for seeing me today.
1: Ben, what can I do for you today?
0: um well, I actually uh before we get started would you mind uh not chopping vegetables on your desk while talking? It just uh the knife motions make me a little bit nervous. I'm already on pins and needles here
1: oh can can do Ben just making up some salad for later. Want a carrot?
0: Uh, no, that that's okay. I I ate before I came over here. Um, but yeah, uh, yes, I wanted to I wanted to speak to you about this great new idea I have.
1: Go ahead, Ben. I'm all ears. <laughs> Ear corn?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, you don't have any corn there. Okay. My my idea is that um. You know, people really like these old cartoons, and I thought that it would be a good idea to talk about them in a very sensible and and recollective way, and really capitalize on that nostalgia, you know? Maybe have a cartoon podcast talking about the cartoons of yesteryear.
1: Cartoon podcast. I love it. This is a great idea, Ben.
0: Well, well, thank you. I I don't think I was... I'll get our
1: planning committee on it right away. I'll make sure that it has fireworks and explosions and all kinds of things to really get the kids
0: Uh, that's very generous of you i i don't really feel like that's the direction i want to go in Um, also i was tell
1: tell me tell me about your inner feelings ben tell me what you really want
0: okay uh well i i mean i just i think this is a i think this is a fine idea on its own i don't think it needs to be you know brought, brought to new New heights of excitement or anything like that. It's not a Fourth of July excitement. You're right. The
1: whole thing should be completely egg themed. I'll get some Eggs. chickens on the phone right away. We'll just put we'll we'll have a scrambled segment. Uh, this is this is a great um, idea. But I really You're feel like you really entirely in with charge a uh, that
0: that whole that whole name. It's, it, I was really gearing toward cartoon cor- cartoon podcast.
1: Let me let me just call up uh, my assistant for a second. Ring ring. Hello, uh, Tina. I'm gonna need you to uh, set up the infrastructure for a carton cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right, fifty thousand dollars. What? Yep, Ben's in charge of it.
0: Oh no, I don't. I, I was uh, just...
1: expect at least two hundred percent return. Two hundred percent. I
0: can't promise that kind. This isn't even a. This isn't even an venture ben, capital idea. I now Ben. Yeah.
1: You don't sound much like a team player right now. Oh. We oh, need no, to have I all don't... of our eggs in one basket. <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun
0: to do. <laughs>
1: Hi, I'm the mayor, and my door is always open for you. My name is Tom Peters, and I'm full of ideas. How are you? <laughs> Do you think that's good enough? Yeah, there's no logical ending point. You can just watch, like, <laughs> an awkward guy be steamrolled by a really <laughs> interested guy forever.
0: One nice one nice thing about this show is that it's really hard to mess up a, you know, parody of it. <laughs> right. There's not really any structure that you need to adhere to. <laughs>
1: You There's nothing for this show to, to mess up other. because it's not good. <laughs> but we'll get uh, into
0: that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, as you you know, as you as has been alluded to in our uh, flashback segment at the top yeah. of the show, this is the Carton Cast. That's
1: right. We're the Carton Cast, and our door is always open for you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. And uh, today we are going to be talking about. Oh, you know what? Uh, we're not going to be talking about that before we say our names. My name is Ben.
1: Hello, Ben. <laughs> no, you and my name is Zane.
0: It, it's fun to do his voice, I feel like. Did you enjoy oh. that?
1: Yes, I did. Just, I really
0: did. Just be, just to be calm and exuberant at the same time is kind of a I, really fun feeling.
1: I don't know if you caught it. I breathed really heavy into the mic at one point. I
0: did. I love what he does. <laughs> <that.
1: sighs> oh, shirt. Let's get to it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's do it. Ah, cheese and crickets. Um... Yes, this is the Cartoon Cast where we review old cartoons and see what we think of them as adults. And today we are going to be talking about Tom Goes to the Mayor. <laughs> yeah, which is this is probably going to be the hardest cartoon we've had to talk about thus far.
1: I just need to know right off the bat: mm. Did you like it?
0: I I'm still kind of not sure.
1: <laughs> okay, I was not sure, but then I made the mistake of showing it to anyone else. Oh, really? And now and now I'm sure.
0: Oh, did you show it to your uh, your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. I uh... couldn't,
1: we we couldn't even make it through an episode. It was just so hard to to look at while sitting next to another person.
0: I yeah, I I definitely agree that it's part of the reason that I can't watch awkward stuff is yeah. or, or like any sex scenes and things. Is I just feel too gross doing it around another person. Yeah, I, I think, feel like they're looking at me the whole time.
1: I think what our goal is for this episode is to figure out. Under what circumstances should somebody watch this show
0: i I actually enjoyed it when I was watching it for a good amount of the time i didn 't mind it in the background it's it's pretty weird you <laughs> that. How many did you watch a good number of episodes yeah it, about ten probably. are you serious yeah that 's a lot zane
1: I agree. They just kind of kept going
0: yeah then, yeah they're just yeah <laughs>
1: i mean I mean there were some highlights, there were some good ideas, but there was also just a lot of. Dead air? Think so? Oh, absolutely.
0: I, I didn't think of it as dead air. I thought of it as just side Awkward. content. <laughs> <laughs> you know, You can't really look
1: at it head on or else your head will just explode. You gotta, you can see it in your periphery if you're in the right yeah, mindset. Yeah, this is a
0: periphery show um, created by Tim Heidecker and Eric Warheim. If you re- recognize those names in tandem, it's probably because you recognize them from the Tim and Eric awesome show Great Job thing that somehow existed
1: <laughs> right i feel like that's a very similar show to that like... that's because
0: it's made by the exact same people R- well and cast okay. by the same people which is the starring creators. the
1: exact same people multiple times over
0: yep yep just um, all the different <clears throat> facets of them
1: but Tom Goes to the Mayor was originally a cartoon on their own website tim and eric dot com in two thousand and two. Mm. Uh, but it was picked up by Adult Swim on the Cartoon Network when Bob Odenkirk started producing it. Yeah, and it ran for two seasons from two thousand and four to two thousand
0: six. If you've ever heard Bob Odenkirk in any setting, um I totally believe that like he, <laughs> he, he's got this weird weird zany sense of off humor that uh, I think is marriages pretty well with Tim and Eric.
1: I feel like when he saw it, he personified the mayor. He's like, this is a great idea. I need to just produce it, fund it, go whole hog into it, and then just show up in all the live action
0: segments. Was it a lot of the live action segments? I don't remember. I saw him once, I think.
1: I saw him in darn near every live action segment (laughs) I saw.
0: (laughs) Um. Yeah. There's there's also a few other big names or in like edgy or off brand comedies like John Benjamin or Sarah yeah. Silverman, etc.
1: Did they all go to like the same like camp or Brian something? Brian like...
0: uh, I don't know. Like I was actually researching it a little bit. I don't know where all these people came from. It seems <laughs> as though they just kind of congregated on Comedy Central all at the same time. Yeah. But like Tim and Eric got lost on the way and only featured on Cartoon Network. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty weirdly, it, actually. And
1: uh and yeah, like you said, the the people all have the same similar sense of humor. I think they're also responsible for uh, Mr. Show and a couple other things. Yeah,
0: um Funny or Die, I believe.
1: Yeah, it it all has this undercurrent of like awkward madness.
0: Yeah, I I agree. This this type of humor really doesn't appeal to me. Uh it does edge a little bit too close to just straight awkward humor. Yeah. It, it is not as bad in this circumstance. I think it's kind of okay, um, and I think that might just be because I'm not watching real people, so you get that level of you get that buffer from you get
1: that level of abstraction, I suppose. Yeah,
0: like I didn't feel as empathetic to them as I did to like people in the office, where I was just like, I need Steve Carell to stop talking immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't watch the office. Me
0: neither. I was watching like something that was that awkward with a friend. And I literally, did. I didn't realize I was doing it, but I was making excuses to get up and, like, go wash my hands or get some water. <laughs> and I get back down, I'm like, oh, sexting's still going on. I'm going to get back up again and pretend to go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> it just I just could not sit through it. Yeah. It makes me feel too gross.
1: I, uh, recently, my, my roommate and I have been just kind of... We need something on in the background uh, to watch while we're doing other stuff. Mm. So we've just been making steady progress through the entirety of Friends.
0: Oh, my God, you poor thing.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, relative to the awkward stuff, it's fine.
0: <laughs> well, okay, but how low you're setting that bar. Right. Like, you're not limboing at that point. You're, like, doing Tony Hawk tricks over it. I'm I'm in limbo at that point. <laughs> Speaking of which.
1: <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about um,
0: Hell yeah just
1: and how it's other people
0: <laughs> as it turns out literally every other person um yeah, that brings absolutely. us into the plot of Tom goes to the mayor
1: which so yeah Tom goes to the mayor
0: He Tom is this enthusiastic young entrepreneur and he moves to a new cha- town Jefferson what is alive <laughs> So um he tries to pitch his new ideas to the mayor of said town and other the mayor stuff just kinda, happens. The
1: mayor, the mayor just kind of takes his idea and runs with it usually, like scales it up and attributes all successes and failures to Tom, but because the mayor planned it, it's mostly failures.
0: It's almost it's almost entirely failures and Tom's ideas are not that good in and of themselves usually. No. Like they're okay. They're they have potential. They Yeah, they've got potential. That's a good way of putting it. They've You've got, got no
1: support system though.
0: Yeah, it's just him and hoping that the mayor <laughs> helps him out, which way to put all your eggs in the f- wrong fucking basket.
1: <laughs> wrong basket case.
0: Mhm. You know it. <laughs> yeah. Something about eggs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's generally yeah. all the consistency we get. It, it's it basically just random. The show's
1: just a framework for everyone to hate on Tom. It is. It's Which if you like that kind of thing, like this is undiluted.
0: I don't I don't like that thing. I hate watching people Uh, undeservedly get shit on by life in most cases. Like, Mm -hmm. some cases it's warranted. Like, Harvey Birdman wasn't so bad because it wasn't, like, quite as one-sided as this is. Mm -hmm. And even Life in Times of Tim, I I was thinking of a lot while going through this, where, you know, everything bad just happens to Tim. But he's also not a great person, so, again... It's not with, undeserved.
1: With Life and Times of Tim, it's a bit more benign. In Tom Goes to the Mayor, people die, things get destroyed, he goes into hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. Yeah. <laughs> everybody like everybody starts out hating him, and then it just develops it further. hating
0: him even more.
1: I don't think there was a single episode where he ended the episode in a better position than he started.
0: It, no, <laughs> he's, he's always worse off, which, you know, there's no... They, they always start back from zero at the beginning of each episode, which it's, is it's, evidence for a very like, interesting dynamic underneath the show.
1: It's like Sisyphus pushing his boulder up the hill, except in this case, it's the boulder pushing him down the hill, and he's trying to slow it down. Mm.
0: And it's made of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's made of shit and buffets. It just keeps flying
1: off. Yeah, there's buffets everywhere in this show. Yeah,
0: and fat people with buffet around the edges of their mouths because they don't know how to wash their faces. <laughs> Gulliver's buffet. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yep. Uh, we can. We're we're gonna get see, into let's... exactly. I, I wanted to point out. You know. Yeah. The the fact that it blanks back to zero at the beginning of every episode is very relevant to one aspect of the show, and I don't know if we should bring it up now to have let's that bring limits. it up now. You think? Yeah so a I think it is stated by the creators Tim and Eric um, that this show Je- the city of Jefferson is Tom's personal hell
1: which makes it work a lot better I
0: agree I that's <laughs> such a good detail because should have the, wor- in- the whole world works around that premise
1: they should have gone way further into that I don't know like, I think that should have been a more active thing I think
0: no I don't think so um I think I think it benefited from the subtlety. And when I heard that and then watched any other episode, everything in that episode uh, synergized with that with that statement that they made to the to the point at which I was like, oh, they're not just like bullshitting. They're not just saying, yeah, Dumbledore yeah. was gay the whole time. It was like, this was planned from the beginning.
1: I mean, it makes it more coherent, but it doesn't make it more
0: watchable. Uh, I think I, I disagree. At least for me it wasn't. No, I think, I, I think it was a little bit more watchable. To me, I mean, <laughs> cohesion lends itself toward—it will endear itself to me, kind of, in—lacking l- anything else, coherence lends itself to me watching it a little bit easier. Yeah,
1: because you want to kind of poke around and see why things are the way they are.
0: Yeah, we got to get this lit paper done, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um to that effect— a, the, a lot of the show makes more sense in that lens. So, like the the fact that it's his own personal hell. Like each episode, he ends up worse off than he was before, but it just blanks back to zero, so that he can go all, so that he can suffer all over again.
1: Just just rip out his liver day after. It's day. It's perfect. It, 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 it
0: <laughs> exact? It is exactly that. Except they don't rip out his liver. They just kind of mock him publicly and tear his pants off and like charge him for everybody else going to Red Lobster. Can we talk a little bit about uh, Tom Loss for Stray? a second here? I well, want we'll talk a little bit about Tom for a second. Like, that was a weird segue to do a segment that we always do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I want, like, I want to follow
1: this idea of it being his hell, but I need to put in like a, like a conspiracy add-on to that. Really? So Tom Peters, uh, online it says that his, his last name used to be Pickles.
0: Oh, jeez. That yeah, means I saw that this he is, was
1: originally Tommy Pickles.
0: Yeah, I don't know how... Yeah. Do you think, <laughs> do you think that was intentional? Is this a Rugrats sequel? I, I haven't watched any of like the old growed up, which would have been a good... Um, it would have been a good missing link between these two points in time. <laughs> well, I just want to know. know th-
1: this, this is why I bring it up now is what did he do... To deserve
0: this. That was, that was the question that was hanging over my head the whole time. And I have a couple ideas. Um, mm-hmm. We should contextualize his personal hell by talking about his character specifically, though. Gotcha. So, Tom is essentially the only wholesome person in a town full of backstabbing, lying cheaters... And just he's, overall unpleasant people.
1: He's wholesome to a fault. He loves his horrible wife and his horrible stepsons. <laughs> he refers to the city dam as a darn.
0: It's cute. <laughs>
1: it's very cute <laughs> to watch him interact. It's, it's kind of adorable. Yeah,
0: and crickets for the love of tennis. <laughs> he
1: just he just stumbles over his words in a way that's... Indeed, like, I, I'm rooting for him, and I keep getting my hopes dashed.
0: Well, it's This is the same dynamic as uh, Life and Times of Tim. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he just is incapable of stopping any. Like, uh, I think what he's being punished for is his inability to change his circumstances. Yeah, like he, I don't he, he, know how to loop loop that back to a seven deadly sin in the way that we always do. Sloth,
1: ish, I guess. Maybe
0: sloth, but not he, really, because he, he's pretty prolific in his creative ideals.
1: Oh sure, um, but he can't find a way to to turn those dreams into a reality. Yeah. But he, it is and, weird
0: that it's his personal hell because he's the only one that <laughs> ponders about morality in the whole town. Like he yeah. wants to be a good guy. He's got a bit of Doug going on. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I, I, he's different a little bit from Tim. And we, and we referen- we're going to reference this show quite a bit. I'm sorry, uh, Life in <laughs> Times of Tim. It's good. It's Watch it.
0: Better than this.
1: It's better than this. And but has as weird an art here... style. Maybe not as weird. Is Tim could occasionally be talked into things and would occasionally, like. He he would occasionally stand up for himself. It just generally didn't end well. Here, Tom Peters does not own or operate a spine.
0: No, yeah, he's talked over constantly. Everything that he tries to do is subverted in a way that he's unable to stop. Kind of just because he's a puss, a little bit.
1: The mayor never remembers his name or any interaction he had with him. Really? And he just kind of lets that slide. I,
0: I feel they like did, that's not true. I feel like they, he does remember Tom pretty easily.
1: They did a, um, maybe within an episode, but he always, you know, says like, hello, Tom, like he, he's never seen him before. And one time they ah. did, um, like a mid episode thing where it was, um, you know, Mr. Mayor, let's think back on all the good times we had, or something like that. Hmm. And he's thinking back to previous episodes, and the mayor is just like thinking back to the intervening time between when Tom knocked and when Tom opened the door.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is consistent with the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a cute character, and I think the main thing that I'm confused about is just what he did to deserve this, because yeah, because he's so wholesome, you don't think he's that a nice he does guy. like. What he's I was trying thinking to make of, things better what I was thinking of was binding of Isaac a little bit because mm-hmm. the whole plot of that game is that you are fighting it's this child whom was wronged by the world has to fight his own sinfulness, which he does not possess. It's really right. weird,
1: right. It's like he's um, dying
0: for everyone else's sins it's pretty It's pretty nuts
1: if only I have heard something like that before uh so you think Tom is kind of like somebody else's sacrifice.
0: Wait, hang on. I see what you're doing. <laughs> 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 um, I I don't think so. I just that was that was the similarity that I drew. I do think that uh, he is can, sinful in some ways. You,
1: you can see him sacrificing himself, like selling his soul to like save other people because he's entirely selfless. That so, I think
0: that is actually his sin.
1: That that must have been what happened.
0: I think that his sin is just. Well, you're taking it in a different direction, which I don't mind, but. I think that his sin is, he is unaccepting of his own humanity. Let me, yeah. let me break that down a little bit. Yeah, please do. There's a, there's a few episodes mm-hmm. where his sinful nature will start to peek through and he's incredibly ashamed of it.
1: Oh, like when he eats the cheesy fries?
0: Then he eats the cheesy fries when he uh he masturbates to this one other girl even though he has a wife he feels like it's cheating but he does it anyway and then he feels judged by this random squirrel watching him <laughs> um you know and these are like pretty benign examples of sinful behavior but you know he he's, he's not he's not willing to
1: accept even that level of of you know misconduct. Yeah,
0: the, his friend uh, Gibbons, played by Brian Posehn, is really obnoxious <sighs> around him, That's and he right. tries to like let him down easy. And Gibbons just won't leave him alone, and eventually he like blows up Snaps. at him in a rage. Yeah, yeah. Like there is some there there is some <clears throat> sin lurking beneath the surface of this Tom Peters, and I think the I think the personal hell is a way of teaching him that it's part of who he is.
1: Third season, Tom gets like super demon powers (laughs) and takes over the entire town and forces them to do his bidding, and it's like a resistance, like, underworld sort of thing. Wait,
0: is this a thing that happened?
1: No, this is a thing that should happen.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, that sounds great.
1: (laughs) This would redeem everything.
0: What do you mean redeem? I didn't think it was a bad show. I think I just didn't (sighs) like it at times.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It went up and down. There there were good parts.
0: You can't deny that this is a singular expression. Like there is this nothing is like this.
1: A highly unique show. Yes. That just happens to be very similar to other highly unique shows also made by the same people.
0: Uh, I watched like an episode of Tim and Eric Awesome Show Great Job and hated the whole thing. Yeah. I laughed what, out loud at, what at what one I mean. point, but it was just so rough. But yeah. this this I kind of overall I think I enjoyed it. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't think they're... They're the, by the same people, but they're totally different beasts. All right. Anyway, I guess that's fair. Anyway, we have talked about Tom probably enough. That gives yes, you we should, the context.
1: We should get to the other half of the... Of the cast. Of, of yeah. Of the town. <laughs> of the title.
0: Yes. <laughs> All of those things are true. We have the mayor, played by his, Eric Warheim.
1: His, his better half.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um... Or I guess worse, you know. Considering that this is the devil, <laughs>
1: right? So he like the devil. He makes it seem like he's on your side. It's weird that we've talked about devil twice, two, two episodes in a row.
0: I don't think that it is. I think it's projection.
1: <laughs> it's probably gonna come up next episode. We need too. some help. <laughs> we need some help, everyone.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, he's like any like any good devil character. He is. He he really? he appears he's to be charming. on your side. Yes, this is. Yeah, D- tell, like, tell me about he's the He's really su-
1: he's really supportive and really excited about anything Tom says, like any idea Tom brings to him, in a way that would seem mocking if a real person did it. But like he seems si- sincere.
0: He does seem sincere, which again, you know, treachery is the greatest sin there is. Like he's, <laughs> he's just really good at acting. Of course, he is. Right. He's the devil. I really like the the character in and of itself, though. Like, devilness aside, he's just extremely affable. Yeah. And there's something to be said for the fact that we don't... I don't... Like, I don't really root for Tom in the way that I... I don't really like Tom in the way that I like the mayor. And Mm -hmm. I think it's because Tom is so pessimistic and, like, browbeaten at this point. Whereas (laughs) the mayor is always look... He's always got his head in the clouds. He's always just enjoying the world around him mm-hmm.
1: the mayor ties the show together and and makes it more interesting and it, he serves to heighten the 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 tension mm-hmm. i don't know i i i i described him as having an open relationship with reality
0: i don't think that he was that nuts like, like he's, he's got one
1: foot in one foot out yeah
0: i guess that's a good way to put it like he's not crazy he's not like you know, no, he's not off the wall. He's not like a, you know, Professor Crocker or anything. He's Right,
1: he's he's just selective in what he chooses to let slow him down.
0: Exactly. And uh, specifically, he never lets Tom slow him down. Which is, again, right. another source. Like, he'll frequently sh- abandon whatever his mayoral duties are, which I'm pretty sure are non-existent. Have and you just... seen where his mayor's office is? <laughs> yeah, no, why?
1: It's like in this corner... Uh, Like, a corner of a street underneath a store that's called Tiny Guitars and another buffet, and then another (laughs) store that has just a lease sign on it.
0: This is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, (laughs) there's so much evidence that this is Tom's personal hell and the mayor is the devil. Like, every aspect of the show when you look at it
1: looks like this. He is certainly not an elected official.
0: Nope. Uh, I actually think that I read something to the fact that, like, he got... He got, like, sworn in due to nepotism and due due to some, like, flagrant legislative error. Mayors have their position for 19 years. (laughs) It's, like, pretty weird. That's funny. Um, And he'll frequently show up and bother Tom for kind of no reason. Which is, again, another source of evidence that he's Tom's kind of just personal devil.
1: Yeah. And we,
0: you know, we say that... You know, it's evidence for the fact that he's the devil. Not only have the show's creators said it out loud, there's also the end of an episode in which he's literally just this devil. (laughs) Really? Yeah, there's... Okay, so there's this one episode. Something about Tom makes this, like, spray-on-grass carpet stuff so that parks are, like, re-inhabitable with grass and don't look as crappy anymore. And Which it turns, just goes
1: to show the level of idea he 's actually coming up with, yeah. like <laughs> when we say he 's coming up with ideas they're they 're low level ideas
0: they they 're definitely unique they 're unique like the show is. Mm -hmm. But uh, the the, the spray on grass carpet stuff, like, when sunlight hits it in the morning, um, this degenerative flesh-eating virus, like, breaks (laughs) out of it, and everybody (laughs) who's playing there just disintegrates, and he gets sent to jail, And and his cellmate talks him into hanging himself. This is not the final episode, by the way. Wow! And when Tom dies, he goes to this white room, and he's, like, across from the devil, or across from the mayor, who's got, like, these big devil feet, and is talking in this uh shadow of the colossus dorman way yeah Where he's like he's using eric's regular voice and then there's like this devil undercurrent to it mm-hmm. and basically the mayor just like thanks him for his work with the with the grass stuff yeah. um it's really unsettling and slightly horrifying and then the and then the mayor just like screeches and his eyes turn red and then the episode ends
1: so that would probably be one of the less depressing episodes,
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> or like, I, yeah, kind of like, when like I, That sounds pretty engaging. When, when he hung himself, I'm like, finally, he can rest. I wasn't like, oh no, <laughs> don't, don't
1: do. It. You have so much to live for. <laughs>
0: A single tear
1: shed for the deceased. <laughs> yup. Jeez.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. After watching a few episodes, you really just want his suffering to end. So I think that actually would have been a great final episode, is when Tom just dies and he can finally rest.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's... It, it's a it's a really interesting like idea of trying to die and not being able to. That can be handled in a lot of ways. Yeah, and it
0: has been in the past. Better than that. <laughs> I'm just
1: thinking back to Groundhog Day. I was thinking that as well. Yeah, this is yeah. Bill
0: Murray if everyone in the town hated him at the beginning. There was a pepperan show at one point where the groundhog groundhog thing happened to her. Oh yeah. And she kept on iterating until she freaked out and just was an asshole to everybody. And when <laughs> to that sleep was the again. One that stuck. And guess what? That's the one day that carries over. Interesting. And then the groundhog thing repeated again except that everyone's pissed off at her. Huh. Isn't that I, awesome? I I
1: I read a book when I was like uh 10. And uh, this, and the guy was, like, doing his first day at camp, and he kept reliving it. Yeah. Until he did, like, the right thing and, like, stood up for himself against the bullies.
0: Like Spike Lee. But
1: yeah. <laughs> but then there was, like, it repeated again. Okay. Uh, and, like, the bus to camp just, like, crashed, and he killed everybody. But that turned out to be a dream. What? It was really good. It was one of my favorites
0: growing up. Oh, uh, what was that one movie that came out recently with, uh, with Tom with Edge of Bruce? Tomorrow? Thank you, yeah. Did you happen to see I, that? No, I didn't. How is it? It's actually pretty good if if you're into that sort of thing, which I am.
1: Yeah, I heard it was just marketed really poorly. Really? Yeah, like they were trying to make it seem like something it wasn't, like it was just like Tom Cruise action flick, but uh, apparently it's supposed to be really thoughtful.
0: Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't give it that much credit. Like it's still Tom Cruise action flick. If you like Tom Cruise action flick and Groundhog Day at the same time, that's pretty much what you get.
1: How would you like to see Tom goes to the mayor, but the Tom in question is Tom Cruise?
0: <laughs> I actually <laughs> thought that Tim uh, Tim Heidecker was a very good cast for the role of Tom. Yeah. Like these two guys work well together. It's not always a pairing that I enjoy, but they do do complement each other. Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric. Um
1: how do you how do you think Eric feels that he always gets second billing?
0: <laughs> um I, I can't like... <laughs> imagine mattering. Like, they
1: had to have had that conversation.
0: It's just a it's just a last name thing, right? It's a first name thing. No, it's a last name thing. You you put the person with the last name that is first, alphabetically. Try again. Yeah, the, 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 uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Saturday. <laughs> yeah, the, when you when you do when you do billing stuff, isn't it? You know, um, you take the first letter of the last name and alphabetically whoever whoever's last name starts first in the alphabet they get top billing or not top i thought billing, it had something
1: but i just thought it was something having to do with the cadence of the of the names
0: tim and eric eric and tim yeah, yeah. it doesn't roll off the ton- the tongue quite as well
1: it's adam and eve ben not tim and eric not
0: adam and steve um
1: so are there other characters on this show
0: nope <laughs> there are cameos yeah. from, like, uh, you know, Brian Posehn or Sarah Silverman or Bob that Odenkirk.
1: Oswald, Jack Black. Yeah, like... Yeah, almost that,
0: all uh, the voice actors that i true. heard were just... Just...
1: <laughs> Jeff excellent. Goldblum showed up once. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he was like a dog salesman who only owned one dog.
0: There, There's something to be said for this being, you know, consistently in the same <laughs> tone... As far as the voice actors go, like you don't get like a voice actor from like friends or something. You, you get voice actors specifically mm-hmm. from people whom are on shows like Tim and Eric, awesome show. Great job.
1: Yeah. Um, there are a couple. Uh, well, um, Bob Odenkirk, uh, as I mentioned, I plays the, he's great. The, a lot of the live action characters, especially the ones that are on TV. So yeah. A lot of times the mayor is just like watching TV and Tom will come in and he's still watching. He's like, hold on. Hold on. I'm talking to the TV
0: right
1: now. <laughs> Shh. Hush. Go to sleep. Th- there's um, this
0: really funny way that people interact with Tim, which is just that they're very <laughs> calm and focused on their own things and in a way that makes it seem insane because we're viewing it through Tim's eyes. Yeah. Or Tom's <laughs> eyes, rather. You get the sense
1: that, like, he's like a little lost puppy, and they're trying not to spook him.
0: A little bit. Uh, there's the, the my favorite episode, Vehicular Manslaughter. Um mm-hmm eric's friend or jam it it's hard to like it's just the characters it's like still photos of these actors so it's hard not to just call them <laughs> by name um the mayor, the mayor his friend shows up um his friend his friend michael shows up and it's <laughs> i do the I'm, same right what's that
1: they act the same, right?
0: They're they're the same character. <laughs> they show the same <laughs> level of exuberance, and it's really charming to see them interact. And when he shows up, they like do this weird like little secret handshake interaction thing. I showed you it before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, it's <And> pretty <laughs> It might have been like, my favorite thing in the whole show. Mayor? Michael? rick tick a tick tock tick tock tock Ring
1: ring
0: a ding ding ring a ding ding Rick-a-dick, rick a dick rick rick a dick ring a ding a ding ding dong rim 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 Michael how long's it been old friend? Too long you sassy devil you crab apple you delicious horseshoe crab Aw oh, I'd grab you with my claws if I had any I'd pinch you so hard. <laughs> 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 like the whole time you just see Tom's face just kinda like contort like what am I looking at? I, d- yeah. I don't want to be rude and interrupt, but there's only so much of this, like, to take.
1: This is like this show represents what it's like to be going insane and not realize that you're the crazy one.
0: <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, there's also this must be what uh, going
0: mad feels like. Is his there's constant also mantra?
1: His horrible wife, Joy, uh, <sighs> who I only mentioned because uh she's voiced by a separate character than the visual character, which like given the animation style is really jarring.
0: It's it's pretty nuts, but I, uh, I try not to pay too S- much attention Stephanie to it. Stephanie
1: Courtney who plays Flo in those progressive commercials.
0: Yeah, two points two, <laughs> two 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 X's already. And then
1: and then the but then the visual character is just some fat guy in a wig.
0: Pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always hate the the bits where they pan across to her.
1: Oh, yeah, she's terrible. Well, Wor- it's just... Worst Human of the Year award.
0: Yeah, and the only woman in this show. It's, like, pretty... I, I found it kind of gross. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Like, not explicitly sexist, but just kind of unsettling that mm-hmm. every time they want to make Tom seem like a victim, they just show, uh, he's henpecked by this horrible wife. <laughs> you know? Yep. Um. Uh, yeah. Right. Anyway... That's pretty what much all the characters. Got? Well, yeah. I-, I wanted to talk about a few things in tone and genre. Sure. First of all, this is like a heat-seeking missile at all of my insecurities. <laughs> <laughs> like, most of the humor falls within two camps. One, awkward humor. Two, schadenfreude. Like, mm. this is... I don't like watching people get hurt. And I don't like watching people be in awkward situation. And that's all the show does most of the time.
1: It's, it's, that's why I had such a hard time. Because, you know, you watch it once or in the background and you don't notice it. But when you just, you're just steeped in it, in this horrifying
0: mess. Yeah. And, you know, I think if I didn't have this weakness, I I think I would really, really love the show because. Really? Yeah, because the sense of humor is actually very, very close to my own. Like, yeah, they there's have, a lot they of good, good anti humor and surrealism.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Like, a um, lot of times they'll do anti humor, you know, humor which is intentionally not funny, like the end of Nuclear Age. Mm-hmm. Like, the end of Rats Oftia has something exactly like that. Yeah. Where, you know, everything b- 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 bad happened to him. Tom's going to debtor's prison again. And um, and then he's like, you know, this Rats Oftia idea really made a lot of people happy. Maybe this is the the spirit of Christmas, and he sees the mayor dressed up as a big rat dancing and he just starts <laughs> laughing, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure what the joke is, but I recognize that it's supposed to be a joke. Then the joke is
1: rats off to the you. Joke and how it's, joke. it's, like, a play on words to hats off to you. I,
0: oh, yeah, I didn't get that the first, uh, the whole episode. It <laughs> makes more sense now. <laughs> Tom, where did you get that shirt? Oh, <laughs> uh... I'm so glad you like it. Oh, yeah. This is my design. Um, It's actually what I'm selling at the mall.
1: Uh, (laughs) Rats off to you. Oh, wow. Tom, did you come up with that on Um, your own?
0: Yeah. Thank thank you. I I had this idea for a while now, and I wanted to Mm -hmm. do it online. I wanted to set up an online store and everything, but... Rats
1: Tom, I'm sorry, I, I'm gonna have to ask you to cover that shirt. Oh, I'm sorry? Uh, just take a piece of paper and, and tape it right on there. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> Tom, I can still see a little bit of that tail. Why don't you go ahead and kneel down in front of my desk there. Okay, is, is that better? Okay, that's fine. Um, there's also a lot of just... Time filling in these episodes, like a lot of extra laughing and coughing and winking, and some just, like that. pausing.
0: I I thought of them as like where they explicitly show beat panels, mm-hmm. which I I thought they I thought it worked pretty well.
1: Well, I'm I'm not sure if I like it. I, there's just a lot of times where like the mayor like says a line and then the like the camera doesn't go away from him and he just starts, like, winking really hard. Like, he's telling the... Remember like, that this is a noise? poorly edited live-action thing where he's, like, telling the cameraman, okay, go go to the next scene. <laughs> go to the next scene now. <laughs> it's it's certainly a necessary part of the style. I'm just not sure if the style is good.
0: I, I think when they do that, it's generally to highlight something that's happening in the admittedly limited anima- animation. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when, when they stop talking and it shows, like, t- uh, Tom's face... And then he'll like contort it and just be like like sigh and then like feel then and look uncomfortable. Yeah. I I think that's I think that's intentional to highlight those those uh those little bits of animation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such as they are. So, um like I said before, there's also this dichotomy between Tom and the mayor as the difference between uh it's it's like a motivational speech about the merits of a positive attitude, because mm-hmm. they're both smart and inventive. But the mayor is successful where he, because he dreams big, whereas Tom is much more grounded, and it's sort of to his detriment.
1: Well, there's also something to be said about dreaming too big, and how if you dream too big, like it's not going to end well.
0: Not in this show, it doesn't.
1: Like you have to be realistic. Well, in real, like I, when watching this, I felt like a Cubs fan.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: I was, just, I was just hopelessly rooting for someone that almost intrinsically could never win. <laughs> and, like, to get your hopes up again and again and just have them dashed, I don't know. I couldn't... I don't know. There's something about it that's that's really upsetting.
0: But don't and you if think... you
1: if you just set your sights a little lower and say, like, okay, my goal for this episode is Tom doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier to feel better about it.
0: Yeah, Bar, like, your personal standards watching this show, like... devalue rapidly as you as you continue watching episodes
1: yeah you you watch the show and you're like you know if i have another bowl of ice cream it's not that big a deal it it doesn't
0: it doesn't seem as though tom is like incapable of succeeding in this universe intrinsically Mm -hmm. i i think it's just I mean, first of all, it's because the mayor is deliberately trying to make him suffer because he's the devil, but (laughs) it's also because Tom just cannot stand up for himself. And, you know, I think we've said that enough, so I won't go into it, but it's, it's just definitely, it's definitely, it definitely speaks to the merits of having a positive attitude and sticking to your guns as opposed to, you know, being a doormat.
1: That's true.
0: Yeah. This is like a warning for every kid who's too shy in high school this could happen to you
1: yeah it's it's i mean this is one of those scared them straight type programs yep
0: then. <laughs> kind of for every personality type actually
1: <laughs> don't be this guy don't be that guy don't be this guy
0: yeah don't move don't move in limited anim- animation in gray
1: should we should we talk about the animation it's kind of central
0: it it is its um, I wanted to say one more thing about the tone, though, which is just that, mm-hmm. and it, it does relate to the animation, because, uh, the thing I wanted to say is just that this is the fastest pace change that you can get without jumping into full-on absurdist cartoons like Perfect Hair Forever or Aqua Teen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, they'll just completely well, I, hook I, a left.
1: I would say this is even maybe more absurd than Aqua Teen. Like, <laughs> really? once you, once you accept the established, like, okay, he's a talking shake. Uh, once you accept that, <laughs> you say that it's like more, it doesn't
0: take any effort.
1: It's more self-consistent. Um, yeah, here, sort of. here, I don't know what can ex- what, what to expect. Like it can go off in a ton of directions.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. And again, the animation really lends itself to that fast pace. Which why yes. don't you why don't you express what the animation is? And we probably should have said this at the top so that you could see it through our eyes. But go ahead.
1: Um. So I want you. I'm I'm going to build it from the background up.
0: Okay, great.
1: I want you to picture a background that's just a combination of simple shapes, like some lines, some boxes, whatever.
0: Mm, okay, I'm going to my I'm going to my space space. Geometry throws, is all around me. Go now on, throw Tom. the
1: ugliest, most random clip art you've ever seen on there.
0: Oh, hello, friends. When did you get <laughs> here?
1: Now I want you to Im- imagine the characters, and they look like people. They look like photos that have been thrown through like a Photoshop filter and <laughs> turned into a mimeograph
0: it's that's exactly what they did They, <laughs> they, they took real life photos of Tim and Eric yeah. and all the other characters that show up in this weird way, and they just run them through this Adobe Photoshop filter and like turn them gray and mimeograph're blue
1: they're like blue and white and they look not photorealistic but like
0: they look like they're made uh, out of static it's weird yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> They they look almost like um, magazine clippings.
0: Yeah, and in sort of a collage that you make in sixth grade art class sort of way, they don't move continuously. <laughs>
1: no, there's something like a frame every second or so. It's just a
0: frame like every two seconds, I think. <laughs> like like <laughs> they'll of the... talk and then say a different sentence and it'll be them in a different pose, but there won't be anything intervening between those two poses. It's the right. worst limited animation we've ever done or will ever and, do.
1: And the... The characters themselves, like, they sometimes go, like, back... Like, if they're, like, coughing, they'll go back and forth
0: between two really ugly mimeographs. When you said coughing and then two really ugly, I just thought of coughing evolving into wheezing. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Somewhat fitting, because yeah. <laughs> a lot of the times these characters look like they're about to vomit.
0: Yeah, it, probably because Jefferton is a huge shithole.
1: Like, do do an experiment right now... Take your chin and just, like, crush it against your neck and, like, move the muscles of your face all to one side. That's the kind of thing that they're turning into mimeographs here.
0: Yeah, like, grit your teeth really hard and squint your eyes and try to, like, make as many creases on your face as you can. Yeah, it's it's real bizarre. It's it's pretty nuts. It's, like, every, every bathroom selfie that you can possibly make. You know when someone, like, Takes a fic- a photo of you and you like purposely make a goofy face. Yeah, that's exclusively what we get in this show. <laughs> it's just weird. It's, it's just weird, like forced photos from people right. who are trying to take nice photos. And and
1: that's the main way that we see things. There are live action segments
0: which, which I hated.
1: I forgot about them. I there they were a lot more plentiful than I remember. Well, they're pretty
0: um, much exactly the same sort of thing that you encounter in Tim and Eric Awesome Show, Great Job. Which is why yeah. I think I hate that one. It it leads me to believe that because I hate that one so much more than Tom Goes to the Mayor, that I do think that the reason that I hate it so much more is because it's live action.
1: It's even more awkward yeah. in the live action because That's true. Like, you know you know those married news people? Fuck like those uh, guys. Jen, <laughs> Jan and Wade or something? Yeah. Like
0: just Tim and Eric again. <laughs> By the way. <laughs>
1: they're acting the same way that the animated people do, but I mean, it's definitely not the same way that normal people act, but like it it's like they took the characters, like the animated characters and they're like, "All right, I want you to act like that." <laughs> and there's like there's one time where one of them's pretending to be a doctor and he just like keeps pausing nervously and looking off screen and just, like, eats up time. Like, he's saying his lines at gunpoint or something. What was that,
0: Dave Gruel? Gruel? I don't even know. Bruel? Something like that? Dr. Steve Bruel, or something like that. I have no idea. That's uh, one of the characters in Awesome Show, Great Job. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird that I find these segments so offensive, like, to my senses, It's just more evidence that it's because I I empathize a little bit too much to the people who have the awkward humor, because I think that the idea in and of itself is pretty in, It's pretty humorous. Like, yeah. watching a news show of a married couple that focuses equally as much on the fact that they are in love as they do on the, <laughs> the news show, like, that's kind of funny. And they'll, yeah. like, you know, hold each other's hand and say, good morning, world, good morning, lover, let's start the day. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it is kind of funny, but I can't get over my awkward insecurities. Yeah. Um, I hope I didn't steamroll you there
1: No that's fine Sometimes the, um, the The mimeograph characters Sometimes they are actually animated
0: Yeah that is
1: It's that's it's so unsettling
0: I think that's the funniest thing <laughs>
1: Like They weren't sure what to bother with
0: In a similar way to when they cut the audio out And no one's talking and they just close up on someone's face It like really draws attention to that Part of the scene because you're not used to that style Of animation <laughs> Right. It draws a ton of focus. There's there's one episode in Pipe Camp where Pipe Camp by the way, just just to give all the listeners another, you know, point of stability for this show, the <laughs> the, the plot of Pipe Camp is that um is that Tom wants to make a health camp because everybody is like like his stepsons all got heart attacks or something like that. And he like what? wants to start like a youth health program. And The mayor does it, but funds it with, like, this tobacco conglomerate, so it becomes called Pipe Camp. (laughs) (laughs) And um, there's this one part in which he's being seduced by one of the corporate operatives, and she's arm-in-arm with him, and then she, like, puts her two fingers on his nipple and starts rubbing it in slow, circular motions. (laughs) And I I just couldn't (laughs) stop laughing when I saw it, (laughs) I mean, a combination of... of uh tom like feeling uncomfortable and like the obviously out of place circular motion rubbing of the nipple was so (laughs) i don't know what it was but the it really it really helped draw focus to an otherwise sort of kind of it would have been a funny joke but it wouldn't have been that funny
1: right so i actually really really... like
0: those continuous animation parts
1: I mean, they're certainly unique, um, uh, but I think that goes to show, like, there aren't really jokes in this show. There Mm. there are these moments that are reality-breaking.
0: I, yes, absolutely. And I think that ties back into the macro plot wherein it's his personal hell.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty impressive that they can draw you in with this style and make it seem normal, Mm -hmm. and then subvert your expectations with something that's much more actually normal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's much more commonplace, but it you you got you've gotten used to how this world works. Mm-hmm. It's like Tom is getting flashes of his past life before he came to this hell, and he's just mm-hmm. like remembering how things used to be, but can't contextualize them.
1: Oh man, did did I used to have like joints and like bones and stuff? Like...
0: <laughs> oh my god, they're disgusting. <laughs> It's like a Twilight move, Zone episode,
1: almost. Can I move my neck in more than two directions?
0: Imagine the Twilight episode, Twilight Zone episode where, like, everybody is working on her face, and she's like, can I be—I hope I'm beautiful by the end of this, and then they unwrap her, and she's just a normal-looking person, and they're like, I'm sorry, we mm. couldn't do anything, and then it pans out, and everybody is just mimeographed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i <I'm> like, no! <laughs> I wanted to be normal! It's like those, um— Like, those children shows where the backgrounds are very clearly animated, and it's just, like, a room with, like, some weird furniture Mm. that are just weird shapes, and you have regular people in it. Like, uh, like, Blue's Clues
0: kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that is not quite as immersive as this show. Right. Like, they're so, and I don't mean immersive in that, like, you get drawn into the plot, but you get drawn into the art style, because that's all they do for a long time.
1: Yeah, there was one moment that that I, like, almost didn't catch how, like, odd it was because it fit with everything else. Mm. Um, There was a smashed car, like a a car crashed against something. Mm -hmm. And the front half was just, like, a Microsoft Paint distortion effect. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, like, squeezed slightly, and it looked fine. (laughs) And I almost didn't catch, like, oh, that's, like... Like, you just go into Photoshop and use a tool for, like, a second.
0: Yeah, like one of those, like, facelift, uh, you know, apps where you, like, get get a photo and can just, like, stretch it in random directions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, everything about this animation style reinforces this idea that, um, this entire show feels like it was made over the course of a weekend in some guy's, like, basement.
0: You know what's funny, though, is apparently this editing process was a real bitch, Really? Yeah. Apparently, like this, like it took months to make episodes. Like, they, like it seems the filtering really process. Not the filtering process and like getting everything just right. Think about that. They have to take still photos and filter them like that, and it's not as though the amount of poses that these people do are are, are minute. Mm-hmm. Like they do a you know a pose every two seconds, but you know that's true. It's that means that you're making like three hundred some odd photos per episode.
1: I mean, they reused them, but yeah, I see Granted, what
0: you mean. But yeah, it's, it, it's a lot of work. Like, I, I looked know. up that it's, like, mo- much more work than Tim and Eric Awesome Show Great Job.
1: Huh. Mm-hmm. That's weird, because it, it really seems like bargain basement kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: it seems like they, they went over the top to try to make it look as shitty as possible, but <laughs> apparently that it takes a lot of work. I once had this short story where um this guy who owned a bar... Uh, yeah. It was like a high end bar, and no one came to visit it because people were really into dive bars at the time. So we paid like he paid a bunch of people like five hundred bucks to like like these uh, stopovers, like it. these greasers or something like that. I don't know. What, what's the word for it. Teamsters. Teamsters. He like paid some teamsters to come in and like just rough up his place for five hundred dollars, and he's just like, oh, what a steal that was because now I get tons of business because everybody wants to visit really divey bars.
1: <laughs> this show is made ironically.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> yeah.
1: For the hipster crowd.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is really I mean, it, this one had to be on Adult Swim. No one else would get it.
1: Who yeah, who's who's watching this show?
0: People watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I think. That's true. Like the level of surrealist humor with great writing and completely bonkers animation. There's kinda yeah. only so many programs that do that. Like maybe Beavis and Butthead sort of thing would also I've... capitalize.
1: I've only really seen Aqua Teen, which I I, I enjoyed more than this show. Mm-hmm. I think partly because it was colorful, and this is just blue on gray.
0: Oh, I didn't mind that part. <laughs> you Again, didn't mind you the get color used palette?
1: to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Anyway, I yeah, this is really interesting animation, and just the fact that it's so different from things that we've seen makes me appreciate the show more.
1: Yeah, I mean it's certainly it's certainly different.
0: Like this is the reason I picked the show Zane because yeah. you know we've gotten over overwall over um over. We've got oversaturated CGI. with yeah. We've got oversaturated with all these different animation styles because they work.
1: And I think that's why I didn't like it because I binge watched this. Oh, okay. to, for the show, I think this show would work better as like a palate cleanser.
0: <laughs> In what way?
1: Like, if you're doing like a Star Wars or a Lord of the Rings marathon, like. Kick back a couple of Tom Goes to the Mayors in between your movies.
0: <laughs> It'll certainly make you appreciate everything else that you're watching a little bit more, <laughs> or at least more precisely. Yep. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about music and sound and wrap up. All right. Okay. So uh, we should, you know, classic cast style intro music. <laughs> you must have liked it's, this, right? <laughs> it's, it's
1: this... Beautiful little infomercial that's <laughs> not actually attractive. Like, this is like 80s training video type stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing that, the thing that so I did you've appreciate. So, you
0: decided to come to Jefferson.
1: The things that I did appreciate about this show is that the, the music, and, and there are occasional songs, they have nothing in common. <laughs> they needed people who had a wide variety of skills and said, I need your highly specific, highly trained skill set. For this one really like minor unimportant detail
0: And does, doesn't it seem like this entire show was just created by tim and eric's friends at the time yeah like they're the ones who can contr- like we have a lot of big names like brian possein and sarah silverman and bob odenkirk but it didn't necessarily have to have them
1: this show was either made in that way or by aku
0: <laughs> fucking aku
1: <laughs> this is the show he would make
0: it, the mayor is way more sinister and evil than Aku <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, Aku yeah. just like visits from a parallel dimension sees what the mayor is doing and just like oh man I am out of my depth <laughs> the mayor gets stuff done <laughs> the mayor gets stuff done I forgot he, why I came <laughs> and, he can, and he can convince
1: uh, that that like weird panel that always shows up the council
0: I, I like the councils they're like always the subcommittees
1: yeah there there's subcommittees that are like they're reasonable
0: i mean comparatively sure yeah because like
1: Um, sorry but you you were talking about the audio
0: i don't know if i was but uh the intro music is very i thought it's very good and very evocative of the theme of the show yeah (laughs) get ready for everything to be outwardly cheery and inwardly sinister
1: yeah community
0: shopping
1: Food. Yeah, and they shake like,
0: their hands and you see the silhouettes like they're from like they're in the back of a green screen or something. Yeah,
1: is that is, that looks like John Hodgman's silhouette more than anything
0: else. Does it? I'm it pretty sure like it's that. just him and Eric. It's got to be. I think be. that every
1: time I see it, but <laughs> yeah, and then they're like come and try our like unique food and it's all buffet stuff and it looks awful. Oh, it
0: looks disgusting. And there's like fireworks going everywhere. You you really nailed it with the 80s training video.
1: And I I like that it goes straight from that intro into, like, at least in the first episode, into that's playing on a TV in the mayor's office, and Tom's, like, outside, like, waiting to go in.
0: Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, Generally, really it just funny. goes to a white-on-black background of Tom goes to the mayor. Yeah. Which is still fine. Like, I, I think that's okay.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Um, yeah, you know, I, I was saying that uh, this really could have just been done by a group of Tim and Eric's friends, probably, the voice casting, yeah. but the voice casting, I do yeah. imagine, I, I do admit that the voices are extremely well-suited to this type of comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. They were looking for an Adult Swim focus, and they fucking got it. <laughs> like, it. This is, I think they, I think that Adult Swim has gone on the record saying that this is the most polarizing show they've ever done. <laughs> People oh, yeah. either love it or hate it.
1: What about Foolie Cooley?
0: No. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> Everybody loves that. <laughs> Fact. Because we, we all wish that we were, I don't know, guitarists.
1: Space guitar.
0: I apologize. Pirates. That's a totally different beast. Yeah, space guitarists. Correct. <laughs> yep. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. This this show is. <laughs> I would. It's certainly polarizing. And if if I had to be polarized, it would be in the negative. But I guess at the end of the day, I didn't like dislike it.
0: What what kind of, what other show would you compare it to in terms of how much you enjoyed it? Like, what show did we sort of enjoy?
1: That we've done already?
0: Yeah. I think I like this better than Dave the Barbarian, for instance. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, something to be said for just something I haven't seen before. Like, ever.
1: That's true. This is the only thing.
0: There's nothing that's like Tom Goes to the Mare.
1: Tom goes to the mayor, the show where you can see two turtles having sex on top of an oil drum and then catch fire. <laughs>
0: see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, you get something out of this, even if it's not enjoyable. Like, it sticks with you. <laughs> right. Like, that rats-off-to-you thing stuck with you. I, I still like that episode a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> rats-off-to-you. I love it.
0: That's, a, that's another thing about the mayor's exuberance. Like, Tom walks in and the mayor starts cracking up. And then, like, yeah. says, Tom, you're going to have to cover that shirt up if I'm going to talk to you. Which is, you know, a thing that someone would say to someone else just to make him feel good. But then he literally makes him cover it up with, like, a piece of paper.
1: Oh, he's, he's so sincere. It's so funny. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Yeah, I, th- I yeah. think I'm done with the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's, let's wrap this one up and right. kind of just stick it in the back for a bit.
0: Yeah, let, let's, yeah let's leave this one on a low boil. Because I I think it's, gonna, I think it's, it's still going to be relevant later on. Mm -hmm. This is, like, as far down this side of the spectrum as you can go, though. Like, this is... It's Harvey Birdman and then this.
1: It's certainly jarring, jumping right from Jimmy Neutron, and I suspect that it will be jarring to go back to our next episode.
0: Jimmy Neutron, followed by Tom Goes to the Mirror, followed by Corpse Bride. We're going to forget what regular animation looks like. (laughs) But uh, in any case, yes. Next time we are, of course, doing... uh, It's going to be our bootlegged segment, yet once again... Um, wherein we follow the plots and themes of a full length animated film, The Corpse Bride, or is it just Corpse Bride?
1: I don't know
0: by one Tim Burton. um I think it might be Timothy actually, but uh yeah, it's I'm really looking forward to it first because we haven't done anything by him, and he is pretty good at that sort of thing mm-hmm. and uh also because we're going to be joined by uh by by a recurring guest. Which is not a thing that I thought this show would ever have. Uh, Dan Caves. Because he demanded it. <laughs> you know, uh. It's because I forced him to into it. Like, he, right. he he was kind of like, hey, wouldn't it be fun if? And then I was like, I've got a great idea. We're going to do this. And he's like, oh, I don't know about that. And, he's, and I'm like, oh, nope, it's already done. It's already yes, done in a our, way that you um, did not intend.
1: Our resident horror expert.
0: Our resident horror expert from the Blood Sprayer. Um, he did his own horror podcast for D&D. And it was so much fun to have him on for the last episode of Real Monsters. It's still one of my favorites. I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be a great time.
1: I'm looking forward to it a lot.
0: Yes. And then after that, we have a different... We have another cartoon, and it's your turn, Zane.
1: Yes. So I figure the last few episodes we've done, you know, we had insanity, ego, personal hell, death.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to
1: go to something... I wanna do something wholesome, something lighthearted, something maybe for the kids, but I think something we can all enjoy. Okay. Um so come to the place where fun never ends. Ooh. Come on t- down, it's time for Garfield and Friends. Garfield and friends. Garfield and friends. Man, Garfield do I ever not friends. like that character. Garfield and friends. I fucking hate Garfield. <laughs> I can't wait for this episode. Ben, <laughs> <laughs> Garfield's only one part of this. He's like it's Tiger also about Light his Friends. i
0: really hate him (laughs) He's the worst
1: you know i think this is something that could definitely benefit from looking back at it
0: Uh, Um, okay yeah you know what it's definitely i mean people know what garfield is people you know you still see those comics posted up around cubicles about how awful mondays are and how they want to die from cheese intake so even after
1: all this time we still hate mondays
0: yeah you know, and uh, it's not necessarily going out of an existentialism, because I'm sure we're going to talk about Garfield without Garfield.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: but yeah, uh, until then. One of then, the internet's
1: greatest uh, productions.
0: Yes, the the best thing that Garfield ever brought to us. But until then, um, you know, drive safe.
1: <laughs> yeah, take, take care of yourself. Yeah. Don't <laughs> sell your soul to the devil.
0: Mm-hmm. visit visit one of our delicious buffets Um, of course if you have any comments about our upcoming stuff Corpse Ride and Garfield and Friends one of them I'm excited about please go ahead and like us on Facebook and throw a a comment our way Um, if you want to review us on iTunes we would be thrilled visit our website Uh, suggest a show if you want to hear us because we're pretty much just doing whatever we feel like without any real direction
1: which is impressive considering how many times we just punish ourselves just
0: just, uh, which, w- do you have a spite cast lined up for this one? Um, like, upcoming? Yeah, because of what um, I just did to you with Tom Goes to the mayor.
1: You know, I thought of a few. I decided Garfield and Friends was the least terrifying of the mix.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's probably incorrect, but we'll talk about it.
1: I had a few 80s options open.
0: Oh, man, I, I'm going to I'm gonna do a different 80s one when we get there. But yeah, tell <laughs> okay. your friends about the, uh, about the show. Uh, we really, really? want to get audience participation, and we... We we're we're really happy that you stopped by. Yeah, tell us your ideas. <laughs> I'm all ears. You know, Mr. Mayor, I, I don't think this is working. No offense, I I think I'd rather just go home and be with my family. Hush now, Tom. Look, you're gonna love this video.